0: This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson
1: on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio.
2: Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, and we're uh, pleased to welcome our special guest, uh, Bob Labriola, editor of Steelers Digest at Steelers.com. And uh, Bob, getting ready to cover, what will this be, Bob, about your uh, 400th NFL draft?
3: Yeah, I was there when the Steelers drafted William Shakespeare. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I remember complaining about that. How could you pick a Notre Dame guy first? <laughs> they didn't listen to me, so, you know.
2: Uh, Bob, the, the Steelers uh, were very active. We haven't talked to you since uh, free, start, free agency started. Actually, I haven't talked to you in a while, but they were very active in free agency and – um Took care of a, a lot of what the perceived needs were. Uh, yet, when we talked to Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin at the uh, at the meetings last week, uh, both of them said that that would not preclude them from drafting a. Pl- what they did in free agency wouldn't preclude them from drafting a player at any one of those positions of guys that they added to. I'm not buying that. I don't see them drafting an interior
1: offensive lineman in this draft. That's the one position I can't quite believe yeah
3: well i mean you know could be a seventh rounder though i don't think it's going to happen but again um if um you know they're sitting there 20th for example i won't say 20th let's say 52nd and an offensive lineman with a on their board was a you know, medium high first round grade on him. I don't think that they're going to pass the guy just because they signed Mason Cole, you know, and James Daniels. And I'm not, um, I'm not, um, disparaging either of those free agent signings either by saying that I, I just, um, you know, you don't, you, it looks like you're pretty set at the offensive line, um, a couple of injuries and all of a sudden you're not. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that that's the way they go into the draft. Do I think it's likely that, that they would pick um, an uh, an offensive lineman in the first round or in, in the first couple of days? No, I don't think it's likely. But I'm not going to rule it out. I, I, I just – that's just not the way they operate. Um, agree with it, disagree with it, love it, hate it. It is what it is. No, I mean, that's well
1: said. I mean, if there's someone that's sticking out like a sore thumb on their board – and he's a guard or a center in whatever what's Kenyon's yeah, Kenny game? green or yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I get that do you think tackle is where do you think it is in the priority scale I mean would you I think it'd be great to grab a third round guy to develop
3: but I think they look at chooks and more as starters yeah I, I don't disagree with that um but you know A couple of years ago, they looked at Zach Banner as a starter, too, and before the first quarter was over, he was done for the year. You know, again, um, you know, the the Steelers' offensive line last year uh, was inexperienced and young and not very effective. I'm not going to say it was bad because – Um, you know, the youth and inexperience of some of those guys, I would say they were bad if they were older players and showed they couldn't play in the league. Then they're bad. Uh But when they're young and developing, I'll just say inexperienced and young. Um, Work in progress. Works in progress. Yeah, and I I think (laughs) that, you know, um, both of the rookies who started on the offensive line last year have some potential, you know, to develop into, you know, nfl starting caliber players but um so you have two tackles um I, I don't you know if if you go in with those two who's your third go uh-huh. Heg. nah not i mean <laughs> to me that's not good enough i mean uh-huh. again no but- I, I i
2: hear you on that but i mean in, in worst case scenario he's a guy that can line up and, and play that position and, and do it to a, an okay level. He's not as good as – not as good as a starter. You don't want him starting, but
3: – We're playing four weeks in a row either.
1: Right, okay. right,
2: right.
3: So, you know, I'm not And there's a, veterans
1: out there you could get after the draft that don't But The, one,
2: the, the one thing that I'll say about chooks for that people seem to overlook with him a lot is his availability. I mean, he yeah, just – he's, he's always – you know, he doesn't get hurt. Right, knock on wood, I'm, but, yeah. I'm,
3: Still a young guy, been. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not discounting Chooks either. Uh, but I'm just saying that, uh, you know, again, uh, I don't believe that that you the Steelers, especially with this roster that they're going to take into the uh, proceedings that start April 28th, I don't think you can look at anywhere except maybe. Well, the closest would be tight end, and even there, where you say mm-hmm. we're set. Right. 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 And, you know, even a tight end uh, if and I'm again, I'm not talking about the first two days, but, you know, if something happens uh, early on Saturday that, you know, presents you with an opportunity to add an offensive tackle or, you know, uh, a player like that, um, you know, I'm I'm willing to consider it. I Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it. I really am. I would be. I don't think you turn your nose up at anything. No. Because, again, where that roster is, um, I don't think you can really say, well, we don't need that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, I would agree. Other a uh, place kicker. You forgot place kicker. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, uh, okay. Be a long uh, snapper, Yeah. I'll give you that. They do not need a place kicker.
2: <laughs> uh, obviously, a lot of the conversation this year is centered around the quarterback position. You
1: think. <laughs> we barely talked about it in the last yeah. couple months. Yeah,
2: uh, we kind of saved that here for later in the segment. But <laughs> I, I, I honestly think Bob and I, I don't. I, I think I know how you feel about this. I don't know that I would be in the market for a quarterback this year because I want to see what Mitchell Trubisky is.
3: Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. And you know, the the point that I continue to make, you know, with fans who uh, ask me about it. Is this let's pretend that Trubisky wins the competition with Mason Rudolph, which I think is a pretty good uh, bet. That's a pretty bet, good right? assumption. Yeah. Okay, So he plays the season. He's 11 and three as a starter Completes 67% of his passes. 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's a rating of like 95. He rushes for almost five yards of carry, and those rushes account for 29 more first downs and five more touchdowns. You just described his 2018 season. Yes, I just did. <laughs> I say, <laughs> and, uh, These numbers are not random, aren't they, Bob? He's, and he's, <laughs> and he's for the Bowl, And that's, you know, because that has happened in the NFL. Mitchell yeah. Trubisky has done that. In the NFL.
2: If you throw out his rookie season, his record as a starter is 25 and 13. So essentially he's won two out of every three of his starts since he was a rookie. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you would
3: take that. You take that. All oh time. yeah. Right. Um, and, but and see, it doesn't cost anything. And if, but my point though, is if you have drafted a quarterback first say, what do you, then what do you, what do you do in 2023?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you're
3: probably trading Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. And I mean, what do you think you're going to get for him? Yeah. I mean, he's not, you know, he's on the trade market at that point. This is the way uh, teams would look at him. Uh, He's a failed, uh, high number one pick who's on his third team in five years or six years, whatever it is. Uh, uh, And, uh, you know, you get a, I don't know, second, third day pick for the guy. Um, and so you're you're kind of treading water, and the only thing I'll say about this, and this is what I think um but if the Steelers truly believe that they that they can add a franchise quarterback picking one this year, do it, but don't just pick a guy because he's the best guy available yeah, just to pick one. yeah. You know, right. because at one time, I think Tim Couch was the best quarterback available in a draft class. No, Jamarcus Russell. I mean, there's a
1: million bad yeah. names.
3: Yeah. Yeah, right.
1: E.J. Yeah. E. So, Manuel. Uh, you know, <laughs> right, right, right.
3: Uh, so anyway, that's um, and I, I just think that when um, people start telling me all of the things Malik Willis can do, my my response is, can he stop the run? because if he can't stop the run, <laughs> I don't know what he's he's contributing certainly in 2022.
1: All right, that leads I wanted to talk more quarterbacks with you, but I have to ask you right now then. Can you sleep at night with Wyatt. this group, this group Wyatt. of def- what's Wyatt. that? Wyatt. That's I'll sleep real good. Can you sleep pick- at night with the current group of defensive linemen on the Steelers? No.
3: Well, okay. i but I mean, I might have nightmares.
2: Um, <laughs> well,
1: let's be honest
2: now. You're a guy that lives in his fears like every day is Halloween.
3: Halloween's a pretty nice day. What do you mean? <laughs> it's a joyous <laughs> occasion. Every, you
1: know. Um, <laughs> so all every, things being equal, though, you're taking a defensive tackle in round one if, if, if there's equal grades on every
3: position. Well... You know, yes, but let, okay. me start, let me just tell you this. The reality of it is they continue to argue and discuss until it isn't equal. It isn't equal. You're right. It never and is. They put right, their right. board up. Th- there's not two guys who are exactly the same. There's just mm-hmm. not because then, you know, you have a situation. like At some point have- you
1: have to rank them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's not a robust, robust defensive tackle class either.
3: Yeah, and those are the guys you got to pick early, I think this year because there aren't very many well bobby you you brought up wyatt yeah over jordan Uh, davis he's
2: already 24 years old that would be outside the norm for them to take a guy who's going to turn 25 during the season They, they, they haven't typically gone that route in the first round he's also had some off the field stuff that may be troubling
3: There you go. Ruining my.
1: uh, I'm just uh, I'm just talking reality here. Like, you know, uh, I didn't know that. We're more in the Jordan Davis camp than Wyatt camp. But the the thought process is the same.
2: And I might be more in the Travis Jones in round two camp. If I can get if I can make that happen, even if I have to trade up to get him.
1: Yeah, but then you're giving stuff
3: away.
2: Uh, this is, I would give stuff away for a really good football player in round two, because round what am I giving away for a round two pick of a, a fourth round pick or something like, you know, it's, it's not as nearly as expensive.
3: Oh yeah, you do. Okay. But I, what I'm, what I'm saying though, is I, you know, seven draft picks is not a lot of draft picks for this Rost. It's not, you're right. Um. So, and the reason I like Wyatt more than Jordan Davis is, I don't think you can have two down players in the NFL anymore. I just don't. I don't care how good you are on in those two downs in college, because you know what happens in the NFL when you go in the game, they don't do what you're, you're good at stopping. <laughs> they will just not do that. You know, the guy up in the booth calls down to the uh, other teams play caller and says, let's just say, what's it was his number 90, whatever, 99's in the game. Um, and so they throw the ball, right? They, they'll throw it out of their own end zone. They'll mm-hmm. throw it on first down. They'll throw it early in the first quarter. They'll throw the ball,
2: or they they'll just it. they'll they'll put three or four wide receivers on the field and Casey Hampton standing on the sideline for all but ten snaps in the game.
3: There you go. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know that Jordan Davis is better against the run in the NFL than.
0: planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, S&T Bank is here to help. Learn how s and Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. s and Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.
3: Casey Hampton. Maybe. I bet he's not. Okay. I mean, if you are. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if Casey Hampton can't play on third down in the NFL, um, and this guy was a two—he was a two-down player in college too, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's misleading though, Labs. I mean, because he had a first-round guy next to him, and supposedly there's another Georgia defensive tackle that's going. Was to the a top, top 10. ten guy next year. Yeah, it's better than both of them. So at <laughs> well, he probably plays more snaps. Okay, but when you're
3: playing. When you're when you're Kirby Smart and you're tired of walking across the field and shaking Nick Saban's hand, and saying <laughs> congratulations, you know, on winning this championship, if Jordan Davis uh, was was he play played him, I don't care who next year is and who's next to him and any of that stuff, because um, that's I, I you know, and again, I'm not disparaging Jordan Davis. I'm just saying that. All of this, he coulda, woulda, uh, if for this and if for that. I, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. If he was, if he had the ability to generate consistent pressure on the quarterback, <laughs> his butt would have never been standing next to Kirby Smart when the other team had the ball. I, I will say there's a couple
1: instances, usually against Bama, where Jordan Davis was on the field. Saban goes, "Hurry up!" and eight or nine plays in. He's huffing and puffing, you know. I mean, he's a big body that wears out. Okay, but NFL teams yeah. will do that, too. Exactly. I mean, I'm backing your point right. a little bit on that one. You know, right. What about there, – there's
2: a couple of holes on the roster right now, Bob. A couple. But, well, I'm talking glaring, like,
1: starting okay. caliber holes. Okay. Strong safety. Right. Wide receiver. They're the two that stand out to me.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, they, and the Steelers have – two wide receivers and I'm not really hundred percent sold on either one of them. So mm-hmm. I will agree with that.
2: So do you take a defensive tackle over those two positions?
1: Given well, the need. Great amount. Great up. Grade them up and a lot of it's based on what Tuitt they think can bring to the table too. I mean, we don't have, we're not privy to that information.
3: Yeah, and we and they may not even know 100% for sure mm-hmm. on April 28th either.
1: I, I have to believe that if they thought that Stefan
2: Tuitt was not coming back, they would have addressed that position in free agency.
3: Um still you know, could
1: given
2: the way that they attack some of the other stuff.
3: But some, you know, here's here's the thing. Dale. If you have a starting caliber uh, Stephon Tuit like defensive lineman in free agency, you ain't getting that for no two years, average of $7 million a year. No, you're not. But if you're only signing in free agency. But
2: if you thought that he wasn't coming back, you could certainly
3: get prioritize somebody, you
2: could get somebody better than Chris Wormley. Let's put it that way.
3: Again, I'm not disagreeing, but it's, you know, free agency, uh, to quote Mike Tomlin on this, and I love it, they, the way he explains it, it's free for them and free for us. You can't get anyone who, you know, you got to have volunteers, not hostages. I hear you. Nothing that makes him come to you except dinero. And if you give them what they want, then you're not going to be have room to sign um you know a lot of other guys
2: but they also haven't done anything with stefan to contract they haven't they haven't released him he hasn't retired they haven't they haven't made any move there and they could save i I think it's like four million dollars and change by doing Uh, that which would help you get
3: that guy i was just gonna say that might buy you chris wormley
2: well that's what Mm -hmm. i'm saying but but with the other extra available cap space you have now you could get into into that market. And as as we go deeper into this free agent stuff, guys are going to get antsy.
1: Well, oh, it's a buyer's market going forward. It's, it's still, agency. yeah, it's definitely a buyer's market.
3: Uh, I, I, There's just know, less to buy. I just don't think they know. And even if you think, you know, with to it after what happens last, happened last year, can you be confident in what you think, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I mean, um, My perception is it's very much up in the air, and you know, with two it's a two pronged thing. You, um, uh, his mental uh, willingness, readiness to get back and do the things he has to do, and then what's it like? What's his body like after missing a whole season, Uh, not only all of the games, but pretty much all of the meaningful practices, Uh, and. You know, has he deteriorated physically in any way? Again, I don't know the answer to any of these things. That's why I just dispute they, the, any um, assertion or notion that the Steelers know or are confident coming back. Because well,
2: I've asked everybody in the organization, I've made it a point every time we've spoken to Kevin Colbert or Mike Tomlin or, or Art Rooney. What's what's going on with Stefan to it? And every time they've said we're very we're we're optimistic or we're excited about him. But, you know, potentially coming back, I, I just look at it as like I, I feel like they have a, a reasonable idea of expectation
3: here that he's going to come back. Reason, they may have a, a reasonable hope <laughs> because no, seriously, because if unless, as you mentioned, they either cut to it or. Hired, would you How are you going to answer that question? oh, man he's he he was so fat last year, you know um, or uh, he's done or I don't think he's he's um, you know mentally tough enough or I don't know you know I mean you really can't say a whole lot beyond what they're saying at this point um and and I'm just I just don't believe that they can be confident or should be confident. Let me put it that way the the other thing is even if to
1: it, is coming off a pro bowl season and looks the best he ever has Two at Cam and Alu, are old. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, you're counting a lot of snaps from old dudes, even if everything is rosy as can be with two. And you
3: know um, I think Chris Wormley uh, is a, an, he played and, well, right. This comes yeah. across as a derogatory term, but he's a quality journeyman.
1: Uh, if he's your four, I'm fine. Yeah. And I think louder milk has some upside to
3: you know, right. has some promise. Right. But, I right. mean if, if you're rooting for, you know, Carlos Davis or thinking you're gonna have to depend on one of the Davis twins or you know, whatever. Mondo or you're...
1: yeah. Yeah, that ain't cutting it.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree completely I And I...
3: Go ahead.
2: No, he he broke up there for a second, but uh, yeah, I I just, I think the whole thing is fascinating um, from that respect. And at some point, just to finish up the, the, the talk here on to it, they've got to have a date where they have to say, Hey, Stefan, we got to know you got, there has to be a line of delineation there, whether that be the start of OTAs, whether that be a week before the draft, whether that be, you know, whenever it, whenever it may be, there has to be some kind of date that they have to have talked about with him. We got to know by this time. So we can move forward with the you or without us. you. The but show has us, to go
1: on.
3: But again, even if he says I'm in a hundred percent, I'm still got to see him. Right. <laughs> yeah, not just in OTAs and I'm not saying whether he's overweight or not, but I, I mean, I mean, um, you know, he needs to, show he would need to show me anyway um something in pads or something you know something Mm -hmm. because and at that point if you guess wrong on him and he's either you know unwilling or incapable of being the stefan to it that he was you're screwed i mean you got there's no avenue at that point to helping the top of your depth chart and at a position where not only is it important for your football team, but you got a pretty big investment in those two inside linebackers too. And if you want Devin Bush to be Devin Bush, better put some people in front of him because, uh, get when they moved up to 10th to pick him, he is not Vince Williams. Right. You're going to beat Vince Williams. And so, uh, being upset that um, guards coming getting free releases uh, to the second level to your linebackers, one of whom is Devin Bush, and pancaking him—I <laughs> mean, that's like being upset that you know I'm I'm fat and slow. Well, shame on you for not knowing that. <laughs> uh, you know, again, I, you know, I don't. The whole Devin, a lot of the Devin Bush of him last year to me was just unfair because you're asking him to be something that he clearly is not, mm-hmm. never was, and never will be.
1: Yeah, wasn't when you drafted him.
3: You, you knew he do. wasn't when you picked
1: yeah. him. Right, right, right.
3: Right.
2: No, I agree. Uh, that's going to do it for the segment, though. We appreciate you stopping by, Bob. Always a pleasure. Hopefully we can get you on a little more regularly here so we can uh, – Get a good chuckle out of it and, and, and learn some things uh, because
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll fulfill the chuckle part.
2: <laughs> he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Our guest has been Bob Labriola. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for us to do our mock draft, Matt, maybe we, we won't get a quarterback in this
1: next draft. Uh, that's a, we'll have to chat about labs next time about the whole draft a quarterback or not conversation. Yeah, we'll do that when uh, we return. I'm torn. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm torn as well. We'll
2: do that when we come back. You're listening to I'm The Drive. <laughs> Here not. on
0: Steelers Nation Radio.